The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Star Wars 7x7, episode 368. Today, it's our 368th episode spectacular. (laughs) Actually, that's not quite right. Well, it is, but it is also specifically our one-year anniversary. Punch it, Chewie. No traps, no moisture, no committees. Just rebel-rousing fun for everyday Jedis. It's the Star Wars 7x7 podcast with your host, Alan Voivod. Destiny Unleashed. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and we're going to go a little bit longer than seven minutes today. (laughs) I think I've got a little license to do that. It's our anniversary. One year ago today, on 7-7-14, ah, yes, the numbers add up, don't they? We launched the Star Wars 7x7 podcast. Uh, What fortuitous timing that we were able to do it on the 7s, and with the 7th movie coming out in a mere, oh gosh, what would it have been then? Uh, 18 months or so? Uh, 15, 16? months <laughs> so much for doing math <laughs> uh, it was not too far away the promise of a new movie and a new series of movies in the Star Wars canon that we had all kind of given up hope for until that fateful day when Lucasfilm announced that it was being sold to Disney for billions upon billions of dollars and what's more is that we were going to get a whole bunch of new movies about it so not a bad way to make an announcement I would say And that, for those of you who have not been with me since the beginning, is sort of the spark that fired my imagination as far as this whole podcast thing. Now, of course, technically, 7-7 is the anniversary of the podcast going public, but stuff was going on behind the scenes well before 7-7. In fact, I think the real genesis of it probably dates back to the day that the cast photo was released, that cast read for The Force Awakens, where, you know, the black and white one, I mean, I know they released a color one later, but the black and white one where they were all around in a circle and R2-D2 was in a shipping crate (laughs) behind everyone and J.J. Abrams and Kathleen Kennedy and Larry Kasdan were there and... And, of course, everybody else in the cast and whatnot. What a uh, remarkable thing that was because that made it real. I think that made it real for all of us way more than just the initial announcement or any of the stuff about the uh, the screenwriters or Michael Arndt being involved or Mark, Michael Arndt leaving and Larry Kasdan getting involved. I mean, those were all great, but the first tangible piece of evidence was that cast reading photo. And what a what a momentous occasion that was. And so we started talking about it here inside the uh, Star Wars 7x7 studios, which of course were not the Star Wars 7x7 studios at the time because that was sort of yet to be invented. But we started brainstorming here about all the different things that we could possibly cover in a Star Wars podcast and be able to do it in seven minutes a day. And I'll digress for a moment to talk about the seven minutes a day. Again, for those of you who have not been on the journey with us the whole time, the seven minutes came from the fact that there were a lot of Star Wars podcasts that I enjoyed listening to, but I didn't necessarily have time in my day to listen to them all. And when they go an hour long, two hour long and whatnot, I would have to 
end up listening to them across three, four, five days and lose the thread of where I was. And I found that there were a lot of short commutes in my life where I was able to fit in little bits and pieces of things or do it, you know, around housework or yard work or that sort of thing. And it seemed like there was something missing in the podcasting uh, market about it. So we set out to try and fill that need. And so far, it seems to be very successful in that. Thank goodness and thank you because you are what makes that successful. And I'm so grateful to you that you have proven this podcast so successful that we have lasted a year and we are still going strong. In fact, there are many people who over the course of the year have been kind of blown away by this idea of doing a daily podcast and have wondered if it was at all possible for me to keep this up or wondered whether I would continue to keep it up all the way through The Force Awakens and beyond. And, well, you know, obviously The Force Awakens isn't here yet, but the answer is yes, we are still keeping on keeping on. And... We're in 91 countries right now. The podcast has been downloaded in 91 countries, which is just utterly remarkable and crazy to think about. Just from you know a little studio in central New Hampshire, and we are broadcast and downloaded out to so many places across the earth on six continents. I'm still keeping my fingers crossed for Antarctica. If you are listening, Antarctica, then send me an email. Uh, use our contact form at sw7x7.com and let me know that you're listening in Antarctica because it hasn't shown up in the stats yet. Uh, there is an other regions category that uh, doesn't say exactly what other regions are, but maybe Antarctica's in there. Who knows? <laughs> so as I was saying earlier, we were talking in the uh, days before we launched the podcast about all the different things that we cover. And I pulled out my notebook of brainstorming that I had done prior to 7-7 and looked at the list of things that we could possibly cover. This was the brainstorm, including this date in history, tie-ins, books, news, characters, vehicles, toys, species, planets, stories, special effects, behind-the-scenes, Movies, uh, stuff about anything within the movies themselves, the uh, content within them, uh, culture, nostalgia, spoofs, trivia, sounds, quotes, comics, games, uh, gift ideas. It was endless. It was absolutely endless how many different things we thought about coming up with. And the amazing thing is that we didn't have to come up with it at all. In fact, one of the standby features on the uh, podcast is the Life on Tweetween segment where we feature a tweet related to the Star Wars universe, anything that's going on. And there's so many awesome people doing fun stuff on Twitter related to Star Wars. And there's always incredible news and surprises announced on Twitter about Star Wars related things. And so, yeah, we've had a lot of fun with the Tweetween segment. And we plan on continuing to do that as the podcast rolls on into its second year of operation. One feature that has changed, though, and I mentioned it actually right at the beginning of the brainstorm list, is this date in history for Star Wars. Now, StarWars.com itself actually has a nice little this date in Star Wars history thing that they pop up on their homepage every day. But uh, that's not something that we could use in the podcast because, say, for example, today you're listening to this July 7th. I'm actually recording it on July 6th. But I won't have access to what StarWars.com is going to show on July 7th yet, obviously, because it's not July 7th yet. So we had to go to the inestimable Wikipedia at StarWars.Wikia.com to look at this date in Star Wars history type stuff. And a lot of what we were finding was not really mainstream accessible. I mean, maybe the second assistant director of, Ret of Attack of the Clones was having a birthday on that particular day. And although, you know, great for the second assistant director, whose name slips my mind, 
but you know the general Star Wars universe is not so concerned uh, about that particular bit of information. So we were still kind of going heavy on it and sticking with it anyway uh, when <laughs> we were doing the podcast in the beginning. But eventually, it's morphed into either a fun fact or if there has been a a particular this date in history type of thing that is more relevant to the mainstream Star Wars audience, then we will cover those. And then, of course, there's our regularly recurring swag bag feature, which I gotta say, like, even if I don't own most of this stuff, <laughs> as much as I would like to own probably 90% of the things that we feature on the swag bag, uh, well, actually, it's ended up being a good shopping list for uh, my family and friends uh, for getting stuff for me for Christmas and other holidays and Father's Day and birthdays and whatnot. But um, hopefully it's done as well for you, too, and being able to share uh, some really fun and interesting things in the Star Wars universe that uh, that you could either get for yourself or get for uh, friends and family who love Star Wars and find that perfect little item for them. I think the the people at ThinkGeek have made some incredibly fun and quirky stuff, uh, some terrific things with a wonderful sense of humor. It is very strange to... <laughs> keep coming across things that well you know if they are rectangular in real life then they will be immediately made into a Han Solo and Carbonite version of something and to think of all the different R2-D2 implements in the kitchen uh, from soy sauce dispensers to salt and pepper shakers to kitchen timers to measuring cups uh, yeah and the list goes on like that's only half of the things that we've covered in the podcast over the course of the year that uh, that R2-D2 can help out with in the kitchen well heck you you know, he is that helpful, so I guess I'm not utterly surprised by that, but I'm sure that's not going to be the last of the R2-D2 Kitchen products. I'm sure there's going to be something else that will surprise me in the uh, weeks and months and years to come. And as far as other regular things about the podcast go, there have developed over the year some, <laughs> I guess the expression is over the years, but over the year so far. There have been a few segments that have sort of evolved into being regular parts of the Star Wars 7x7 podcast. And I was kind of surprised to look back and realize, even just for my own self, that some of these things had not been there from the start. For example, the uh, Force Awakens weekly update that we do did not begin until episode 45 of the podcast. So yeah, we were a good, uh, mm, whatever, 7 times 6 is 42. So <laughs> six and a half weeks in before we actually started doing that as a regular feature. And as far as the Star Wars trivia weekly lightning challenge goes, we didn't start that until episode 75. So we were way into it before that. And we've done a lot of other interesting things over time, too. Just looking at the timeline, uh, we did our one and only YouTube video, actually, for our 100th episode. And we did the 100 best Star Wars quotes of all time. And wow, yeah, that's tough to even limit it to 100. You'd be amazed at how difficult that was. Um, we did our, I think, the first episode where some timely news struck and I realized that gee whiz it's kind of great to have a daily podcast because we can be first to first to the podcast world with some of this was episode 126 when the force awakens uh, was announced as being the force awakens it wasn't just star wars episode 7 anymore and we were able to have the first podcast episode out that talked about the official name announcement and we did a bonus episode that was uh 
around episode 50, actually, right after episode 50. That was the first bonus episode we released. And the first extended episode that we did was around episode 148. And that was the day that the first Star Wars teaser trailer debuted in theaters. And so we did a longer episode. That was our first regular numbered episode uh, where it was actually longer than our seven minutes. And we dived deep into the Star Wars trailer, and that episode was also the first time that we included audio clips of interviewees, the first time we interviewed anyone for the podcast. We had been at the <laughs> at the movie theater in Boston, Massachusetts, sitting through... I'd never seen a movie have more trailers <laughs> than The Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 1 did. I've never sat through that many trailers in my life. And finally, after a, it was either the ninth or the 10th trailer they played with uh, no fanfare before it, um, none of that you know green screen, this is approved for all audiences thing, it just went totally dark and, and absolutely just stunning. And just like the old days, there were people that were in the theater who had watched the trailer and got up and left and we chased them down and we interviewed them in the, in the lobby outside the, uh, outside the theater to find out what they thought about it. And yeah, it was, uh, that was a heck of a, of a surprise and, and an interesting day just in general. I mean, you talk about times when it really feels real that we're actually getting a Star Wars movie. I think that was the next one for me. After the cast photo, it was seeing that first teaser trailer the day after Thanksgiving of last year. That was another day where it really hit home that, oh my, we are going to get a new Star Wars movie, and it could very well be awesome. Another thing that sort of started to become a regular feature and hasn't quite taken yet, but we are going to pick it back up, and we actually did pick it back up recently, is the canon catch-up feature. Going through the episodes of Star Wars The Clone Wars and sharing with you little tidbits of things that, even if you're not necessarily a, a cartoon fan, um, there's still you know things about the Star Wars universe that you might be interested in knowing that are revealed in the Clone Wars cartoons, and so we're covering those little elements here, and we're going to pick those back up. We started that off in episode 227 of the podcast, interestingly enough. And speaking of other canon things, one of the neat little features that we've been able to do over time is with the new novel releases, we've been dedicating a week to each of the novels as they've come out, whether it was A New Dawn or Tarkin or Heir of the Jedi or Lords of the Sith, and we're going to do that with Dark Disciple as well. Today, of course, is the day that Dark Disciple actually descends on the Star Wars reading public, and we'll be talking about it for the rest of the week. But um, that's a heck of a novel, by the way. I'm I'm willing to go out on a limb and say, you know, my favorite up until now had been Tarkin, uh, but I really like A New Dawn, and I think A New Dawn was sort of almost the most complete Star Wars novel. But I think Dark Disciple actually eclipses it. Um, this is this is possibly my favorite out of all of them so far. But we'll talk more about that in the days to come. And then, of course, there have been the Star Wars comic books that have been out. And one of the neat and wonderful things that's happened as a result of doing this seven-minute-a-day podcast was being contacted by Jason Collins and Tim McMahon of the Expanded Fandomverse podcast. They are a podcast that features people doing unique and interesting things in the Star Wars fandom space, and they happened to come across me and invited me to be on the show, and so that was the first time I was a guest on a Star Wars podcast, and 
as a uh, result of that, Tim McMahon reached out to me when he had the idea of doing a branch off uh, podcast series from theirs called the Expanded Comic Verse, and I was thrilled to be invited and said yes. And we've done six episodes of the Expanded Comic Verse monthly with uh, some really cool and interesting uh, guest interviewees joining us as well. So um, if you haven't checked out any of those Comic Verse podcasts, there, you know. Maybe the comic books aren't your thing, but the conversation around Star Wars-related events might well be. So do check out the Expanded Phantomverse podcast, and you'll see in that feed um, on iTunes or Stitcher or whatever your favorite podcatching app is, you'll see listings for the Expanded Comicverse right in with the regular Expanded Phantomverse feed, and that's where you go to grab those. We even did a bonus episode uh, for Comicverse as well on the reveal of Sana Solo as Han Solo's wife. So do check those out. Some other standout moments in the first year of Star Wars 7x7 include uh, Boston Comic Con, the uh, big event that happened on uh, the end of July, beginning of August, and the entire family here at Star Wars 7x7 uh, donned Star Wars 7x7 t-shirts for the very first time and were out at Comic Con and got to, to you know meet a lot of people and had a lot of people asking about us, and that was a... Uh, uh, one of the times that we saw, you know, a neat, appreciable bump in podcast traffic, which was very cool, but wonderful to talk to, you know, people who were curious about about the podcast and what it could mean, and who were kind of blown away by the idea that <laughs> we could do this seven minutes a day and seven days a week. Um, another thing too was doing the um, doing the interviews that we did at Star Wars Celebration, and there's a whole series of them that began with episode 291 featuring Justin Bolger from the Force Cast. The uh, the perennial uh, godfather of Star Wars podcasting and Star Wars fandom just in general. Uh, meeting all of those uh, fascinating luminaries in the Star Wars universe and being able to uh, take a couple of minutes of their time to interview them was pretty remarkable. And if you look at the episodes from 291 onward, um, that goes from uh, toward the end of April into, uh, into May of 2015. And we've got some really neat interviews there, I would say. Um, and speaking of Star Wars Celebration, gosh, I had never been to a Star Wars Celebration before. And going to Star Wars Celebration 7, the 7th U.S. version of Celebration. Of course, there have been 10 of them, but 7 in the U.S. Well, there's that 7 again. Like, 7s. It's just amazing that that keeps happening. Um, <laughs> and... There are so many incredible things that happen at Star Wars Celebration. That was also when we were broadcasting on Periscope to bring, and Meerkat as well, to bring people from outside the realm of the Anaheim uh, Convention Center into the Convention Center with us. Everything from the uh, exhibition floor where we did an hour and a half long tour of the place. That was pretty amazing. Um, to meeting Chris Perillo of Locker Gnome, uh, where he happened to catch us on one of our periscopes in the after hours of celebration, and I happened to run into him in in line the next day for the Force Awakens exhibit. That was a, a wonderful bit of happenstance that I, I you can't even plan for this stuff or even expect or hope that this stuff is going to happen, but it does, and it's just absolutely wonderful. Uh, to meeting uh, Brian Mays, who has been a longtime fan of the podcast, who is at Celebration, and getting to meet him in person. Uh, to meeting Paul Lindbergh, who has also been a longtime fan of the podcast and a supporter of us on Patreon. Meeting him in person and being able to spend some time with him was absolutely terrific. Uh, and I should take this moment, since I'm talking about Patreon, to mention all of our other patrons of the podcast who have been supporting us uh, through their very generous donations throughout the uh, first year of the podcast. That includes Tim McMahon and Rich Bonomo and 
uh, Fred Butler, Dennis Keithley, Jim and Diane Feely, and Kevin Skerritt. Thank you all so much for believing in this podcast so much that you've been uh, putting your money where your hearts are. And I, I can't tell you how grateful I am for that <laughs> for that support. It means the world to me and it means the world to my family to know that people care so much about the stuff that I'm putting out that they are willing to pay for what I'm so passionate about. So thank you very much, all of you, for supporting the Paul. For the for supporting the podcast, see, I even get flaklemp talking about it. Paul, thank you so much for being such a wonderful supporter over the months and years, not just financially but emotionally and uh, behind the scenes as well. Uh, I I can't thank you enough. I can't thank Kevin enough for being the first person to jump in, uh, and Tim and Rich and Dennis and Jim and Diane and Fred, all of you. Um, I'm just so grateful. <laughs> All right, uh, enough enough uh, blathering before it becomes blubbering. Um, please consider supporting the podcast at patreon.com slash SW7X7. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash SW7X7 and find out more about what's going on there. Now, speaking of celebration, also one of the great things that happened there was uh, was getting to meet Matt Martin and Andy Gutierrez from Lucasfilm. They are you know, part of the team that makes StarWars.com and Star Wars social media so awesome. And I, I had the pleasure of corresponding with Matt a few months prior. I was referred to him to possibly get Star Wars 7x7 up on the StarWars.com uh, community page, and he was kind enough to do so. So that's another one of the highlights of the first year of Star Wars 7x7 was actually getting listed along with other incredible Star Wars podcasts on StarWars.com, on the official Star Wars website. And talk about a validation of what is happening here with Star Wars 7x7. The idea that, yeah, we're on the right path doing something that is good enough to warrant inclusion along with uh, some very venerable Star Wars podcasts. So, uh, Matt, thank you so much again for including us in there. I'm so grateful to you, and it was such fun meeting you in person. In fact, he even offered to let us be on the special simulcast that was happening, the the live stream that they had partnered up with Verizon Wireless on, where they were interviewing podcasters in between sessions, and I was even able to get interviewed and was part of the live stream from uh, StarWars.com. So what a tremendous thing to have had happen, and (laughs) what wonderful people I've met in this whole Star Wars universe. I think that probably, more than anything else in this first year, of podcasting in the Star Wars realm is what I'm going to treasure most. I've met so many amazing people, so many people who are so passionate about Star Wars and who are so passionate about um, about the stories that George Lucas has created that we all get to live in and interpret and inhabit in our own particular ways. And there's so many people who are so charitable about the work that other people are doing and who are genuinely curious about and are are so eager to you know promote and share and and help get the word out about other remarkable things being created in and around this galaxy far far away so you know to everyone who said yes to interviews um, from Justin Bolger to Sarah Wolofsky to Trisha Barr to Amy Ratcliffe uh, David Collins and Chris Taylor and I'm just scratching the surface of, of the people who said yes um, Chris Perillo and Sean Gerber and uh, Meg Humphreys and Kyle Newman uh, the list goes on thank you everyone for making this first year 
such an incredible experience. And, you know, know, sometimes I've seen it where, you know, people get involved in Star Wars fandom and there is a a segment, there is a dark side, if you will, of Star Wars fandom of people who are are not necessarily the nicest people in the world (laughs) and get very persnickety about their fandom. And I have yet to encounter that in the Star Wars world. I've been I've been warned, I've heard horror stories, and I'm so grateful to say that it hasn't happened. I haven't seen it. I've seen nothing but openness and generosity and and people willing to go out of their way to um to help you find your way in the Star Wars universe. So with that said, I believe I am going to wrap up this extended episode, episode three hundred and sixty eight of Star Wars 7x7. And you're going to be seeing some new things rolling through in the Star Wars 7x7 podcast. We're going to start having um, new introductions coming online. And in fact, um, the new outros are going to be coming online starting today as well. I'm very happy about that. We're going to get to have uh, even more fun with this Star Wars universe. And we don't have much longer to wait till The Force Awakens. Uh, I can't tell you how excited I am about this movie and we're going to cover it in (laughs) great and tremendous detail. Uh, Matt Martin had once said in fact um, at Lucasfilm that he was impressed that I always had something to talk about every day and I said in reply there's just so much goodness that's being produced in and around the Star Wars universe um, that there's always going to be stuff to talk about and man when The Force Awakens comes out that's just going to unleash a whole new torrent of stuff. But we've got a lot of fun things to talk about before that happens. We've got Star Wars, uh, San Diego Comic-Con happening this week. And, when, and there's going to be a big panel on Friday, uh, July 10th. So who knows what's going to happen with that. It's something wonderful, I'm sure. Um, the D23 Expo, I believe that's happening in August, I want to say. Uh, that's the Disney Expo in Anaheim, uh, where there's going to be another significant Star Wars-related event there. We've got Force Friday happening on September 4th, where they're going to have the huge uh, licensed merchandising push and the huge toy push and uh, the 20-odd books that are going to come out and uh, you know, the Shattered Empire comic book series, all these things about the journey to The Force Awakens that are about to drop on us. We've got Star Wars Battlefront coming out in November that is going to have also the Battle of Jakku downloadable content that's going to give us a, a preview of what happened <laughs> in that whole battle that showed a, uh, you know, that resulted in the Star Destroyer crash landed on Rey's planet. So... Uh, there's so many wonderful things happening. And, of course, Rogue One starting filming, more than likely. That's what the rumors seem to be suggesting, um, even though they can't necessarily promote it because of the whole Mission Impossible Rogue mission naming situation. But, yeah, what are you going to do? Um, and, yeah, there are even possible reports that some pre-production work on Episode Eight has started to happen, and maybe even, maybe even some filming is starting to happen um, in second unit stuff because, heck, it's not like they've got two years. They've only got (laughs) a year and a half. They're supposed to be releasing in May of 2017, not December of 2017. So we're going to get our episode eight fix a lot faster uh, than we had to wait for episode seven, which is just remarkable. It is such an awesome time to be a Star Wars fan, and it is such an awesome time to be a Star Wars podcaster as well. Again, I'm so grateful to you for listening to the Star Wars 7x7 podcast every single day. And 
you've got a lot more in store for me. So, um, <laughs> and I want to hear from you too. If there are things that you would love to see covered in the podcast, by all means, uh, hit us up on Twitter, SW7X7Podcast, or chime in in the comments at SW7X7.com. We're on Facebook, facebook.com slash SW7X7. We're also on uh, Pinterest and Instagram as well if you want to follow us there. Um, that's uh, also SW7X7, fun stuff. I thought I was going to sign off a couple minutes ago. <laughs> but there's still so much to say. Anyway, um, thank you again very much for making Star Wars 7x7 part of your daily routine and adding it to your podcast. Uh, if there's one thing that I could ask of you before I go, that would be to please share Star Wars 7x7 with your fellow Star Wars fans and friends. Um, the more people that we can expose uh, this podcast to, the better, the more that I can invest time into it and do even more uh, fun stuff for you for your entertainment purposes, um, the better. And the more people who hear about the podcast and listen, the more opportunities I'll have to do more wonderful things for you. So thank you again very much, and uh, we'll catch you tomorrow on Star Wars 7x7. Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you get those droids working out on the South Ridge, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And please support the podcast by joining us on Patreon at patreon.com SW7x7. It's not a power converter, it's Destiny Unleashed. podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, and all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2015 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it!